Oh, yeah. We're live right now. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. So we were just talking about a mishap that Ref had um, before we before we started going live, and I just want to do this live. Oh, we'll get to that here in a moment. <laughs> we're not going to address the elephant in the room. We're not going to address the elephant in the room. In fact, this is going to be a moment of suspense for anyone that's just who's just listening, not watching. Um, Act casual. <laughs> Act casual. Don't, yeah, Rev. Don't so, be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. He, so Rev was just talking about the LUL emote, and I just want to tell him, because he, you know, uh, said John Baines. He kind of said it with a question mark. Uh, May he rest in peace, Total Biscuit, our Lord and Savior. Um, he is the whole reason the show even exists. Uh, go leave like a, a love on on anything Total Biscuit or John Bain. Uh, he is the LUL. In fact, if you guys are in the in the uh, live chat of of Twitch, go on ahead and just spam some lols in the chat. I, I, I don't know who that is. Uh, Total Biscuit uh, was a very um, popular, prolific PC gaming critic. Um, he had a podcast called the uh, Co-Optional Podcast, which is now run by his wife, uh, Jenna Bain. He passed away from um, prostate cancer or pancreatic cancer. I don't remember which. Um, two years ago, three years ago, I want to say. Um, hmm. Very, very influential. Uh, one of my absolute favorite content creators of all time. Uh, anyways, this is Next to Nothing, uh, a show for gamers on a budget. I am your host, Danny K. With me, as always, Mr. Green Elite. How you doing, Mr. Green? I'm, I'm, I'm off work, and I'm here, and I'm going to have a good time. <laughs> you, uh, you have been dealing with a lot of shit as we, me and green message back and forth quite a bit. Um, Hell. <laughs> it kind of, it's kind of what happens when there's a confirmed case of Corona in your workplace. Everywhere. Everywhere. There's shit everywhere. There's shit everywhere. It's on the walls. How'd they get it on top of the ceiling fan? I don't know. <laughs> my other, <sighs> my other partner in crime, Rev Sven. How you doing Rev Sven? I am doing so, so well for multiple reasons, uh, like that guy over there. Yes. Uh, our guest this week is iPoke42, who is is just giving us a real big first here. It just... Uh, <laughs> for, so, for, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I'm just, I'm just being cozy. I, 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 you know... Being in the house for so long, you just got to relax. There's too much tension, you know? So. Uh, for anyone who might be listening, uh, who, who might just be listening, you know, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or any of the other uh, platforms, um, where are you doing this podcast from? Me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I am currently in my bathtub, the nice big one. The mm. big bathtub. I got a candle lit, my uh, my my shirt and tie. I'm being cozy in in the tub. They used to have bubbles, but I didn't use enough, I guess. <laughs> the ambiance is on point. It is. <laughs> thank you, thank you. It the is. mood was really set when he lit the candle. That's for sure. <laughs> it's gonna be a hot and steamy, sensual podcast. Yeah, for sure. For, for sure, yeah. For their pleasure. Um, Ipoke, for those who haven't met you before, uh, tell the kind folks what you do and where everyone can find it. 
Sure. Well, I, uh, I, I'm a uh, streamer turned YouTuber type guy. So I, I, I started streaming in March 2019 and converted a f- like about a few months back into YouTube for uh, personal reasons, having a bunch of kids and uh, a hectic lifestyle that uh, that go- going live is a little difficult for me. So the best place to watch my newest content is on YouTube, and the address is youtube.com forward slash C slash ipoke42 excellent and uh what kind of content are people going to find over there uh it's going to be very very casual gaming videos excellent uh so anyone who is interested in that uh you are also on instagram and on twitter at ipoke42 correct yes yes awesome um, so go check him out on all those social media platforms. We have one little bit of uh, housekeeping here to do before we get into the meat of the show. Uh, we are still sponsoring SWA Motorsports racer Dead Chattern as he hits the track in the Outsider Racing League. Watch him rep the Next to Nothing logo every Saturday at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time on SYM underscore TV on YouTube. Links are always in the description of this episode. And of course, if you guys are new to the show, welcome. If you like what we do here, follow us on Twitch. Find us on all your favorite social media uh, websites. Uh, subscribe on YouTube and maybe even tell your friends. Uh, any other housekeeping that we need to get out of the way, guys? That was pretty concise. Awesome. Mm. Uh, well, Rev, you being the, uh, the indie game master just have a bunch of games and you have another one to talk about this week oh god do i okay so i was given the privilege slash honor slash opportunity to uh get in on the first episode of a game called later daters now long story short it's a dating sim that takes place in a retirement home um long story slightly less short uh, you try to get it on with anybody and everybody you feel like you think you can get it on with. Now, unfortunately, I didn't get to do any of that in episode one, but as the episodes come pouring out, your boy is going to try to try to throw down with some old ladies uh, and some old dudes. We're just, I mean, everybody is it, that. So, all right, jokes aside and everything. Um, <clears throat> one of the things that I, uh, I actually kind of liked about this, that, um, that really stuck out to me is the fact that it like the marketing for it, whenever they were reaching out for content creators, specifically, they said, you know, um, allies of the LGBTQ community. And so it was, uh, it was one of those things like that. They, they're, it's a very inclusive, uh, game that includes, you know, gender neutral pronouns along with, uh, you know, um, there's a, there's a transgender character and it's, so it's a very inclusive game, which is, is really cool to see. Um, it also, as funny as the game is gonna actually tell you it, it had some moments in it in that first episode that kind of actually kind of take you aback Cause you're sitting there being super goofy with it, having a lot of fun, but then it kind of hits you with some reality. Cause, um, like a, uh, a character that you never actually get to meet, um, dies at, uh, during, just during a poker game, you know, had no signs of bad health, nothing like that. And so like, they have to go through the, the process of 
talking about what it's like to be living there, not knowing how long you have left. So it, it actually did take a pretty a pretty interesting turn for the series there for a little bit. But it, all in all, there's a lot of goofiness and fun that goes along with it. Um, it's actually, yeah, I'm I'm all for goofy dating sims. I love them. You know, I loved the Colonel Sanders dating sim. It was hysterical. But uh, but this one having taken the the series turn is actually it was actually really intriguing. And I had people that whenever they found out it was a single episode were actually like bummed out they were like crap i want to see more you know and i was like shit me too um so it was it was a it was it was pretty good i liked it um i think it's it's available on steam i didn't see how much for for chapter one let me double check that real quick because um as far as i know it is actually available for for you to play so we'll double check that real quick but um yeah of course with, with it being a with it being a okay it's only six dollars 55 cents now granted it'll probably be six dollars 55 cents for each episode and i don't know how many are coming um but you know for, for an episodic game where you actually get a you know few good hours of gameplay out of it 655 is not bad because because we did we got a, i think a solid three hours out of that one episode um <clears throat> and there are multiple ways to play it you know, you could pick your character, your previous relationship status, and all that before you uh, you started up. Um, so for that price, I would say it's definitely worth uh, definitely worth checking into if you know you're into the goofiness of that whole thing, but also still having that kind of deep storyline in the backdrop. Um, you could literally run this on anything. It's a dating sim. You know, I, like that's that's one of the other things I like about it is it doesn't matter how slow or whatever your computer is how much you hate it as long as you have you know four gigs of ram <laughs> you're golden you can run it uh yeah but yeah that, that's all i really have on it right now i would i would like to cover it more when more episodes come out because i i mean it's i have a feeling it's going to be a really fun game through and through mm -hmm. uh again i do wish it was i i didn't know that it was only going to be one episode at, at first which i i wish i did it, it shows on the on the page so if i would have actually taken like half a second to look at the steam page before downloading it i would have known that it was a it was just part one but uh but it's a it's a recommend on my list it's it's a lot of fun a lot of good story definitely check it out if if it's your t you know type of game yeah um did you say what all it's available on um as of right now uh i believe it is just available on steam uh I, I was looking it up it's um if it's not released on these this is, they're at least planned to be on them uh nintendo switch microsoft windows mac os and macintosh operating systems which i don't know the difference between the macintosh operating systems and the mac os but right um now one thing they might do i don't know um because i know a lot of a lot of episodic games like this whenever they release them for console they usually wait until it's uh it's completely out i don't know if they're going to do the same with this uh i could definitely double check that but uh typically they do um they do add those later on after it's all because i that's what happened with um uh bindi and the ink machine uh because when i was on xbox i wanted to play it for so long but they just didn't have it uh but it is shown here that it is already available on switch so it looks like it's the same uh 7.99 on switch excellent so you can get it on there that that's cool I, I didn't know that they would release episodic stuff on uh on consoles that's pretty cool yeah um <laughs> so overall you, it's been an enjoyable experience um yeah kind of getting yeah, into like the nitty or grittier parts of it being a dating sim um mm -hmm. you know what kind of feedback does it give you for you know does it just kind of tell you blatantly you know 
Maxine like that, Jimmy didn't like that, or you know, is it a little bit more subtle in how it works? Um, uh, it, it's a lot more subtle. Yeah, yeah. So like, uh, whenever you do something that like another character doesn't like, you can kind of read it on their face, but it doesn't outright tell you that was a bad move. If this is who you're trying to hook up with, um, and you can always go back and like reconcile if you kind of pick up on something like that later. Um, there's a lot of like there's a lot of drama going on at first that you you don't quite understand what's happening because um, you you know, you've got the uh, you got the super nosy um, like not really late, like office manager I guess you would call her um, but she's also a resident aiming for her in uh, episode two uh, <laughs> but you got uh, you got her and then she's trying to keep an eye on another person if you know you try to get too snoopy with that person they'll re- you know think you're being nosy and won't like you as much and you know kind of vice versa if you kind of let her do her own thing the other one might so like i don't think there's a way to just go and have like an all-out old person orgy which is kind of a bummer but <laughs> that's uh no it's it's pretty pretty subtle but still noticeable whenever somebody likes or doesn't like something so there's no there's no geriatric eyes wide shut scene i don't think so we we've talked about that and i still cannot remember um <laughs> about eyes wide shut but i don't think so now like like i said you do come to find out like one of the characters uh one of the characters had like both a husband and a wife at some point you had like one character actually it's revealed that they are uh they're transgender um and you have one character that doesn't you know that uses gender neutral pronouns so uh yeah that, that's about like all of the outside of your average dating sim that you really get uh except for the orgy which we'll see that i'm gonna make it happen bingo at seven orgy at nine yep yep that's exactly what's happening. Yep, we're doing bingo. We're gonna do bingo. Bingo. We're gonna do shuffleboard. Um, Metamucil orgy. <laughs> and uh, you know, to help keep iron up, uh, tonight's dinner is going to be liver and onions. Yes, um, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> really? Yeah. Don't forget. Don't forget your Werther's originals. <laughs> In your cookie tin full of sewing supplies for some reason. Oh, that's, that, that's the dessert after dessert. The sewing supplies? Yeah. No, the cookies. Oh, the cookies? <laughs> no, see, that's the thing, though. You go to open the tin, and you think it's cookies. Bam, sewing supplies for some reason. And buttons. Probably just for buttons. <laughs> nice. Um, I think you've answered all the questions I would have had about about this. Yeah, um, it, it's, pretty, it's pretty straightforward. It's, it's not like one of those kind of games that has a lot of subtlety to it. You know, mm-hmm. like a lot of underlying this and that. No, it's like, dude, you're an you're an old person trying to do it with other old people. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's a dating sim for everyone. Yeah, oh yes, there is, and I found out. <laughs> I'm not saying that this is for me, but like, I, I'm not gonna say that like it's my kind of dating sim. But I will say, as soon as I was done, I messaged the person that got me the key and asked when episode two was coming out. <laughs> <laughs> And all I got was a soon gif. And I'm like, oh, God damn it. Come on. <laughs> um, I poke. Do you have any uh, questions, thoughts on this game? Opinions? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm curious. <laughs> how much does it show, if anything? Uh, as of yet, nothing. But man, I tell you what, if it gets to the point where you're you're doing it and it's like, you know the old lady and they had to have two separate sensor bars for each side because she's on her back 
best game ever. I'm going to go ahead and put that out there. If you get that, where it's like, bam, you get the sensor bar on each side, like three inches away from their body. <laughs> or or even better, you have that like one long sensor bar that goes like from waist all the way down to the kneecap because of the dangle, you know, the knee knockers. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. right there makes it the perfect game. Just saying. We, we won't see Sven for fucking three months. You ever see that episode <laughs> of Family Guy where Quagmire found out about internet porn? With, with, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna go get my my mail. <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, damn it. Uh, Green thoughts, questions, opinions on this game? Absolutely not. <laughs> He's waiting on episode two. I have no jokes on, jokes on you. He actually played episode one before I did. He was just he was just really waiting to to not he he didn't want to be that guy. I'm not there's, alone. There's gonna be one of these days where Danny's gonna gonna see me talking about the game that I played, and he goes, "You know what? We're gonna wait till the end of the show to have you talk about this, <laughs> so that way you don't chase everybody off." <laughs> yeah. Uh. Yeah. This is for anyone that's this is like their first episode of the show uh definitely not always like this we don't always have someone in the bathtub and we don't talk about (laughs) (laughs) we don't talk about geriatric dating games often speak for yourself (laughs) so it's an abnormal show uh this is the best day of my life i just want you to know that (laughs) um cool nothing else on on uh later daters no no like i said pretty straightforward game uh laughs yet serious uh serious plot line bam excellent uh well i figured we'll probably go into our next topic here which is half-life and half-life mods uh i poke you play uh quite a few half-life game uh mods and, and you've i presume you've played half-life and half-life 2 uh, why don't you kind of go ahead and talk about it for a bit sure Sure. Well, uh, Half-Life and Half-Life 2 were pretty straightforward games. The first one came out in 1999, so it's pretty old. So anyone who's not, you know, up there in age, most of them aren't even interested in it because it's just so old. And uh, I hear a lot of them complain about, oh, it's hard. That's because it's doesn't. you've got to figure things out yourself. You know, the older the game gets, the harder it is. So... But uh, they're, they're in, and the second one's a little newer and a little more modern, and that one's a little more popular these days. But these these games, uh, for me personally, shaped gaming for me because it was the very first PC game I've ever played, and it was the very first multiplayer game I've ever played. So this really got me hooked into PC gaming and multiplayer and all this junk everyone does nowadays and it just blew my mind back then yeah uh um, it's actually a fair point i uh because I, I was the same way i I played half-life on pc it was the first thing i ever played on pc back when i was a kid and it was half-life and tribes those are oh, yeah, yeah. right yeah and so i could actually attest to uh it being kind of like groundbreaking on the multiplayer uh, first-person shooter aspect of it yeah yeah 
For, for sure. I don't know. I, I, Me, personally, why I still play it is, for one, uh, it's just very nostalgic to me. I, I liked that game so much that I just don't want to let it go, I guess. <laughs> so that's. I think that's one main reason I play it. And also, it had a very, very large like modding community. So there are hundreds and hundreds of mods for it. So if you like the game in general and you want to play something kind of similar but different, there's any mod you can imagine, basically, for both 1 and 2. Yeah, and just kind of being anything that's on the Source engine, um, it has that distinctive look and, like, how things move and how thing and how physics work and everything like that. Um, you know, I haven't played Half-Life 1 or Half-Life 2. Um, maybe at some point. I'll, I'll get to them but there's a lot of games that i've played that have been half-life mods or started life out as uh half-life mods um fistful of rags um yeah <laughs> which was a uh a cowboy shooter um and then of course one of my favorite games of all time you guys ready to take a drink <laughs> insurgency modern infantry combat which also is um insurgency and insurgency sandstorm uh started its uh life out as a half-life mod um i think insurgency sandstorm is now on on unreal engine but um the original insurgency was that uh, was started its life out as a half-life mod um like uh the stanley parable is a was a, a source engine project as well um but in terms of the of the mods and such in Half-Life, what are some ones that people can find uh, that you think are definitely like worth checking out? Oh, and then someone uh, uh, just mentioned um, Counter-Strike. Yeah, Counter-Strike started a, as a Half-Life mod, I think, and then it turned into Valve's um, premier first-person shooter outpacing... Um, outpacing uh team fortress but yeah uh some mods um what are some mods that you suggest people check out if they pick up half-life uh that's a good question <laughs> well um there's um there's uh, there's so many um literally, literally there's a website called uh run think shoot live and it basically gives you every mod known to mankind and a little description of it and um it just depends on what you're what you're looking for but uh there's a you know they made all the left for dead games but there's also another game that i like that's was just community made it's called brain bread and there's actually i play a second one which is on the source engine now and it's kind of kind of goofy and kind of a small game but i just love that game i don't know why it's kind of it's just kind of a lot like left for dead in a way but it came out way before that was even a thing so there's that and there's i don't know i just say play all of them there's a lot of uh a lot of the multiplayer ones are dead nowadays so there's a, a a lot of multiplayer ones but all the single player ones are good i'm trying to i'm trying to buy time because i can't even think of any names of them at the moment <laughs> um well, I mean, we can we can give you know Rev said he's played uh, Half Life and uh, Half or Half Life Two. That was his, one of his first PC games. But uh, how about you, Green? What's your experience with Half Life or Half Life mods um, in the past? I've never played Half Life. Wow. 
it's okay. Ring. How about how about some of the game? Did uh, any of the games uh, that I mentioned there? Um, Portal. Good. For Dead Two. Mm-hmm. Doom. I played Doom when I was a kid. I was the well, Doom and Duke Nukem. Yeah. So... Okay, so that 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 that's um. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I call that, that, that... that an honorable mention. <laughs> honorable there you mention. Go. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I didn't, I didn't get into like Half Life or Counter Strike. Uh, so, like, when I was introduced to PC games when I was forever old ago, uh, that's what I I, I mainly played Doom. So, uh. I have not had any experience with anything. I don't even know what is considered Half-Life mods, you know, like... Oh, okay. You know, so, like, like I know Counter-Strike and Left 4 Dead and stuff like that, but, like, everything else is... <laughs> I always think of them as their own IP. Yeah. Well, those are, those are games that are built on the Source engine, which is Valve's proprietary engine, a lot like um, the... Oh God! What is um, Bethesda call theirs? They have a uh, I think it's called the Creator Engine that they use, and then of course Epic has Unreal and whatever else. Um, there, there's a lot of. It's interesting. Half Life is an interesting thing to me. To me, it's almost. It's kind of what this is going to sound really weird, but it's kind of what like the Bible is to literature um there's just so I, much that is built off of you know when you when you look at literature in like biblical metal metaphors and allegories and stuff like that so much of of literature throughout the ages is based on just biblical stuff and so much of video gaming now is built based on what half-life did and what half-life uh and what people did with half-life you know what i mean it's it's not it's like a, a perfect description comparison it's in, it's not a perfect comparison but it's i think it kind of gets my point across where there's just a lot of influence um to such an extent that I, that half-life is almost it's mythical it's almost biblical um so much <laughs> good yeah, yeah i i totally agree i i worship half-life too so it's okay <laughs> you're in the church of freeman every day <laughs> yeah for sure a bunch of cuts on my arm from a Bar. Yeah. Um, and jokes you on know. you. That's not a domo hat. That's a. It's a. What are, what are they? Head crabs. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what they are. Yeah. No, I was looking at getting one of those, <laughs> but then I would have to swap out the hat, and I don't know. For some reason, I just can't let this hat go. I don't. I don't know. I gotta wait until the domo company comes knocking on my door. Hey, take the hat off. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I just had another thought about a comparison between Half Life and the Bible. Um, is that people are constantly waiting for a sequel. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, for, yeah. The third coming. Or the, it's the, coming. It's coming. <laughs> is it coming today? No, but it will come tomorrow. <laughs> no one knows the hour or the day. <laughs> no one knows the hour or the day that Half-Life 3 will be announced. <laughs> um... Now I um, want to do I want to do that now like with a whole video just take the whole thing and like describe all of the prophecies about the second coming but then be like Half-Life 3 at the end. Yeah. <laughs> <-Life> yeah. 
yeah it's uh i i might have to go back and actually go and actually play half-life and half-life 2 of course maybe then i'll be turned into one of those people just constantly you know half-life 3 half-life 3 but um maybe with with the years with the what is it almost two decades <laughs> now yeah, what will yeah. happen is he'll try half-life out one time and next week's podcast he's going to be in a bathtub and i'm like that's what did this that's <laughs> what does it <laughs> oh man um <laughs> if um if there is a mod anyone should place if someone's never played the original half-life i recommend and they don't want to play a game that's from 1999 you know so it's kind of some of its uh magic has been lost throughout the years because it's so old but if you want to kind of get try to get the experience probably the the best mod for that is called black mesa Mm -hmm. that's that's the one you should definitely play because it's basically just a flat-out remake of the original on the source engine and that's the one i recommend the yeah which i remember that coming out a while ago um, and hearing about yeah. it and understanding like a little bit about it. Oh, I didn't. Uh, so just quick, as I'm looking at a website, I didn't realize that Dear Esther started out as a Half Life mod or as a Source mod. Um, I think Age of Chivalry is this the game I'm thinking of? Uh, so in then Age of Chivalry, which I think turned into Chivalry, also became a uh, was also a a mod. Anyway, sorry, I'm getting down a rabbit hole. It's very easy to get the rap get down yeah, a rabbit hole. You'll be, you'll be stuck forever. <laughs> um, but there fact, are Black Mesa is the name of the highest point in the state of Oklahoma, and I've been there. <laughs> nice. Uh, unrelated note. Unrelated kind of. note. Um. Cool. Well, uh, do we want to move on to our next topic here, and then we can take a uh, we can take a short break. Yas Queen. Cool. Um. <laughs> So we have uh, some news here, um, and this is there's just been a lot of speculation lately about the PlayStation Five, its price and its availability. There's been a lot of concern uh, from the media, and Sony just kind of keeps waffling. They haven't made any announcements. It sounds like they're struggling internally to make those uh, decisions. Um, but we did get some reports from Bloomberg and Polygon that. Uh, the, that might be changing here soon um so a big thing is how many units they think they might be able to produce or and and still uh, remain profitable um and it sounds like sony is planning on making five to six million units which falls very short of the 7.5 million units that was produced for the ps4 at launch um and apparently this isn't all due to COVID-19. However, I'm sure we could probably play like a six degrees of COVID-19 and, you know, find somewhere along the line that it is affecting um, the production. But um, apparently the the biggest reason is that the components are pricier than previously thought. Um, and with there's an estimated price tag right now of somewhere between $499 and $549. Um, American uh, for anyone who might be uh, Canadian or across seas Um, they're also really struggling to make an announcement for a variety of reasons and one of the other biggest uh, big reasons is um, they don't want to push back their release date or move their release date until Microsoft does Um, which makes sense but we'll probably see the two uh, be playing chicken until holidays this year 
Uh, so just kind of keep an eye out on that. Um, which that, that price tag, what do you guys think of that price tag? The PS3 launched at a similar price. Uh, so I'm not really sure if that's going to be, I, I mean, it's obviously going to be a factor, but is it still, um, is it, do you guys think that's going to be a, a huge factor in the success of, of the PS5? Uh, we'll go with you green. I don't, I don't think it's going to be a huge factor unless, uh, Microsoft like completely undersells them. Does like any, anything new, like is going to sell regardless of the price it just depends on who's like what people are going to decide to buy like are like am i going to buy another xbox or am i going to switch to the playstation because it is you know 50 dollars cheaper that's the biggest thing a lot of brand loyalty well i've seen some people switch brands on the drop of a hat so oh that's right i did that I used to be a PlayStation guy, and then I got smarter. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <Right>. Okay. <laughs> At least we're, we're, we're brothers you, in dude. arms now in the PC world. <laughs> right, right. Like, we're making up fake arguments now. We're both on PC. What is this? <laughs> I still hate you. <laughs> still hate I love you. you, but I hate you. I was on Letterkenny. I, I still hate you. I still hate you more. <laughs> but I don't know. I hate you, but I hate him more. <laughs> Give him a tender, embracing hug, and then stab him in the back. Say, my my only rule here is, ladies, there's just no hair pulling. <laughs> hey. Not that Rev has much to pull except his beard uh, anyways. Oh, you can pull my beard. Pull it. Mm, hot. Um, oh, golly gee. I just had a thought, but I lost it. Oh, uh, did we ever talk about the PS5 controller? I don't think so. I don't think we did. I don't think we uh, we talked about the PS5 controller being uh, um, shown off. Uh, did you guys oh. see that? <laughs> I don't really care for it. The only thing I've seen of it is they were photoshopping it into saber tooth tiger mouths, <laughs> make it look like its teeth. <laughs> That's all I've seen. <laughs> That's all you need to see. That's it. There, there it is. I bet that. Like, it always seems like they try to come up with like revolutionary controllers. It. it it does look like a Mad Cat's controller. <gasps> yes, oh, yeah. I just saw it, said that in chat, and I was just like, huh. That hits the nail on the head right there. It looks like a Mad Cat's controller, but we haven't seen the Xbox uh, Series X controllers yet, have we? No. No, it's going to look pretty close to the Xbox One. Yeah, yeah, because they, they're kind of sticking with like a very, very same look as these last couple of generations have been going on so it'll probably do the same thing especially when you consider the fact that heck the console itself doesn't even look that much different it's just more square it yeah up. it's more obelisk shaped yeah. um yeah. they want you to worship it's like an h1 Microsoft. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> like uh they uh what's it N nzxt just came out with a the h1 case that looks identical to the xbox yeah uh, s exactly like identical yeah hmm. which i like that form factor uh if i ever get to if i ever get to building a new pc uh in the next couple of years i'll probably get a fairly similar looking case um, myself um yeah i'm kind of looking at this and this is the i think this is the furthest away that the playstation has ever gotten from uh the the original dual shock design um it's a little bit more rounded around the sides 
so it, like around the sides like where your palms would meet uh the controller it, it almost looks a little bit more xbox like right there um it's very interesting and i know there's supposed to be some haptic stuff in the in the triggers and the in the in the shoulder bumpers too who uh sorry I, yeah because usually they go a little bit like their their controllers look a little more handgunny mm-hmm. like the way the the way it comes down and like because when the, when the controller comes out it kind of comes down a little bit it almost feels like you're holding a bit of a handgun uh in xbox didn't because you're right it's like more rounded so it, it is kind of crazy to see maybe that's why i've been seeing like these ripoff memes coming out like the uh, don't copy my homework memes or, or copy you can copy my homework just don't make it too obvious memes uh come out about it so that that i, I didn't think about that but that's a good point yeah i mean otherwise i think it looks cool um do we know i only see it being blue like that underlighting that that um that like lighting strip that it's kind of like by the touch is that is that a touch screen or touch Ooh. haptic response it'll thing? probably change colors yeah I would, I would assume it changes colors like the it, ps4 controller does yeah. on the on the it'll light probably in the front. turn red yeah yeah I wonder if they'll include a speaker on it like they did on the original because that if there's one thing i could say about ps4 it, it, like their controller having the speaker in it yeah there's this one game called i zombie where uh it actually had kit harrington in it the guy that played john snow but uh you're you play this multitude of characters every time you die you come back as a different character but the world outside says the same so you can go back and re-grab your stuff um and whenever he's communicating with you over comms you don't hear it on the tv you actually hear it come from the controller as if it's coming from your own handheld device it was pretty cool yeah uh, i i think it does i mean when you look at it there are those uh there's like a speaker grill there i also heard that it's supposed to have a built-in uh mic well they the there's a lot of games that utilize the PlayStation 4 speaker too, like uh, um, Grand Theft Auto Five. Whenever you got a phone call, you could have it to where it's coming th- from them, the controller. And then uh, Infamous Second Son, which is if you guys haven't played that game, fucking fantastic! I love that game. Any of the Infamous games, fucking mint. Um, where you can actually use the controller as like a uh, a spray can. So you like you spray like with the with the controller, and like you rattle it, and it makes the rattling sound on the controller. What? So I'm, I'm sure they're gonna implement that. Yeah, they're probably gonna implement that on the yeah, PS5. If, if you shake an Xbox controller and it's rattling, it's because your trigger's broken and you have to buy a new one. Trust me. Yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> 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 <a problem>. <laughs> shots have been fired <laughs> i'll take that one i'll take that shot um was there anything else that we wanted to talk i'm sorry i got us off on that i i just remembered we i don't think we'd ever talked about the ps5 controller being uh revealed um i don't think they've we've seen anything other than like some leaks on what the ps5 is supposed to look like it's got kind of a i know the leaks have kind of been like v-shaped uh fins on the top yeah it looks like a dyson fan (laughs) (laughs) i will say only one other thing uh about all of this uh and that's the controller looks like something that dr robotnik invented in sonic the hedgehog the movie (laughs) uh if you go and look his little drop ship uh little robot drone things 
same color scheme, same sleekness, everything. Somebody actually photoshopped <laughs> a picture of him standing there, and instead of all of his little robot drones, it was just a bunch of PS5 controllers behind him. <laughs> it's actually pretty brilliant. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't hate that they redesigned the controller. Like, I'm not a huge fan of it, but at least give them props for making it a little bit different. Versus like the PS3 to PS4 controller was the same thing, just with the little touchpad on it. I give them props. See, yeah, yeah, I like see, it personally. Yeah, it's. I mean, I don't really know how I, I. I. I always care about how they feel more than how they look, but I know that one just Absolutely. doesn't look like it would feel comfortable. <laughs> no, no, no. I like firm things in my hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I feel you on that. <laughs> Which hot. For for controllers, which did you prefer? Did you prefer like the Xbox Xbox One uh, controller in terms of uh, feel, or did you prefer the Dual Shocks? Uh, that's um, uh, I I preferred the the Xbox controllers, but the the newest the PlayStation Four controllers feel pretty good compared to the two and the three. But. I don't. I, I would say PS4 is what I like the feel of most. Yeah, yeah. I'm a PS4 controller guy. Uh, the Xbox, I like. The, I don't like the offset of the left thumb button versus the other one, and I kind of felt like I was like stretching my thumb out, and it was just not as comfortable as the PlayStation controller for me. See, and I'm quite the opposite. I like I enjoy the and and it may just be because I grew used to it after a while, but I actually enjoy the uh the left thumb stick being up there closer to the the triggers. Yeah, you can also enjoy your crippling arthritis. <laughs> Bro, we're all play we're all playing PC games. We're all gonna get crippling arthritis. <laughs> Tapping the mouse the mouse buttons yeah. as fast as you possibly can. Yeah. Or God forbid those people that, that play Dead by Daylight and just have to tap the space bar a million and a half times to struggle. Yeah, or the uh, that one that one finger is going to be like, <laughs> yeah, the the pinky for crouching. Yeah, the uh, <laughs> the people who play the poor people who play Siege and have to constantly hold down uh, hold down Q or E. <laughs> <laughs> well, while also yeah. maintaining their W and their A and D at the same time. <laughs> Um, one letter in the alphabet that counts and that's the w <laughs> that was the best the best uh viral video was the how Rain rainbow siege players are in real life and they yeah yeah they did good with that huh? <laughs> <laughs> just flopping everywhere <laughs> um cool anything else that we need to talk about when it comes to the ps5 and price availability and uh our, our tangent onto the controller Nah, that's all for me. I've got I've got all my meme like my memeish stuff out the way. <laughs> yes, I always have to re I always have to fall back and correct myself because like I always want to describe something that has a meme quality to it as meme, but I don't want people to think I'm the one of those idiots that pronounce it wrong. <laughs> so I have to just, I have to backpedal and call it memeish. <laughs> He's got to defend himself. Cool. Yeah, I'm like I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and cut this one off at the head. <laughs> meme like <laughs> meme adjacent. <laughs> Um, meme adjacent That's meme adjacent okay cool uh if you guys don't mind we'll go on ahead we'll take a quick break um two minutes and we'll be right back i keep going to the wrong scene for some reason um the big oof 
the big oof yes all right so uh our next topic today um are you have you guys been aware that there's been a nintendo switch shortage yeah yeah it's all over the twitterverse yeah it's all over the twitterverse i wasn't aware of it until uh just a uh really this last week um so yeah there was a there's a uh, nintendo switch uh, shortage um a lot of demand right now due to people being uh stuck at home apparently um animal crossing new horizons is one hell of a system seller too um and really everyone online and brick and mortar retailers are struggling to keep units on the shelves um especially as production of the uh, console has slowed down as well uh further exasperating the issue is uh these resellers uh that are using bots to automatically buy stores and retailers out of stock um and then they're reselling them at a significant markup on ebay and amazon and uh this is a lot of this has been documented by uh vice's motherboard um yeah did you guys read that that uh motherboard article at all i know i didn't share it specifically in our group chat but I didn't see anything about a motherboard issue. See, I was just under the impression that it was literally just people buying them up and then no, selling them. I didn't know there Vice was a is, motherboard is a publication. I'm oh, 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 Vice, okay, yeah, okay. it's yeah, Vice's gotcha, tech gotcha. and gaming uh, section. It's motherboard. I like Vice. I'll have to check that out. Um, but yeah, did you guys, did you guys read some of the story? Just kind of some of the stuff, or even see some of the stuff that came out of this, uh, this expose. I did not. I would like you to inform me because this actually yeah. the story really interests me, like more so than most. <laughs> yeah. So basically, what's happening is that this guy named Nate—that's his—that's his official name in the motherboard story—is Nate. Uh, apparently, he just made a reseller. Or he made a, a like an automatic buying bot um, to as a joke. He said it was a joke. Uh, it's called the bird bot and what this does is it just kind of like skims websites and then it automatically goes and places orders for you um in mass bulk and it can do it as faster than uh anyone can um anyone who's like done who's tried to like buy ticket sales has probably ran up against one of these things because they're there as soon as like tickets go on sale bots from like StubHub and uh you know name another website <laughs> ticketmaster are right there to to buy these things up um so yeah these guys all these people all these resellers are going uh to sites like Am uh to, to other buyers on amazon you know they're going to the brick and mortar stores they're going to their websites for best buy and target and whoever else and just buying these things up automatically as they come up and then they're reselling them for um like i said significant markups i actually did the math so some a regular switch unit costs right about 300 dollars usd and they're selling it for 500 dollars, which i believe if my math is correct, a 166% markup. That's insanity. Yeah. Go ahead. Green. Uh, I'm math checking. Oh, math checking. Gotcha. Um, and, at, and in one case, someone was able to successfully sell the New Horizons um, Switch bundle for $750. 
So the <laughs> the uh, the prices that's are criminal. <laughs> hey, criminal. Yeah, the reselling it, the the prices are insane, and they're just reselling them on eBay and Amazon. Um, you know, they set up their own Amazon stores, and they and they just resell from there. Um, switches aren't being the, aren't the only products that are getting uh, hit, though. According to uh, motherboard, Oculus uh, devices, and webcams are also popular targets right now. Uh, which the uh, webcams we've talked about this, I think before, or I know we've mentioned it uh, prior. Webcams are very hard to get um, get right now because everyone started needing them for video conferencing. Um, for, due to social distancing and and having to work from home mm-hmm. um did you get a, a math check on me yeah it's it's you know 100 uh, 166 repeating okay so <laughs> i can math <laughs> you can math i can math this is true you did it this danny you did it um of course, with these kind of situations, websites do to try uh, do try to combat these bots, but it's really tricky. Um, the developers of the bots are more agile than the sellers, um, and then it, it's just a kind of a you you win some and you lose some kind of situation with them. Um, I unfortunately, and I didn't really see much. I really didn't see any tips on how to deal with something like this. Uh, it's kind of a widespread issue. My only words of advice is know how much the MSRP is uh, for the product and look for the best alternatives you can. Don't, you know, try to go through your, try to go through uh, your first party or your trusted retailers first before you start looking at resellers. Yeah. Unfortunately. Okay, go ahead. Try to find a local electronics store and buy local, especially during these times. If they're as long as they're still open, like my local area, there's an electronic store doing uh, curbside pickup. That's cool. So support your local economies. Yeah, do it. Yeah, I do I 100% agree. Uh, how about you, Rev? Uh, do you have any ideas, tips that you can like give give people? Well, no, I, I did notice recently that a lot of uh, like Walmarts and stuff are actually just restocking right now. So people who are willing to get out can still get them from Walmart and pick them up. Um, like the shortage lasted for a couple of weeks. I think there still is like technically a shortage like per se or whatever. Um, but as of right now, like a lot of stores are getting them restocked. Um, and I think the reason a lot of them ran out, it, it isn't really being talked about, is a lot of like other retailers ran out was because places like GameStop did close. Um, and since they closed, everybody was having to get them all from like one central location and then, and online, of course. But, uh, but I think the, I think the situation starting to resolve itself, but yeah, just don't put, don't put yourself in a, in a financial bind just because people want to take advantage of your boredom, you know? Yeah. If you're going to spend that kind of money buy PC parts. Yeah. Uh, I poke. What uh, what are some ideas that you have? Uh, people can you know try to try to beat these bots or or you know find find alternatives here. Sure, um, I I would think the main thing 
is probably yeah either check in the morning at like walmart and the places that are open because they they, they you know are are restocking things but also if you have to if you can just try to wait it out because things will kind of balance out you can either try to wait it out but if you're really not bored maybe even try to buy uh used and just kind of pay attention to the price and it might be uh you know used and kind of cheaper but hopefully it won't uh be broken or anything you know you just got to be pay attention to what you're doing but that's that's i don't know there's not much you can do it's kind of crazy like instead of buying them on ebay or something buy them from your, like your facebook marketplace from people who live around you exactly yeah exactly that, so you that, way go. They, that way if they try to charge you too much you could just meet them in a shady parking lot and take it from them <laughs> yeah. of course disclaimer <laughs> Probably don't. Yeah, as yeah, I say here, let me play. Let me play lawyer here. Um, we don't encourage you to rob your neighbors. Uh, that was a joke. Um, <laughs> Hashtag uh, joking, not joking. Also, more lawyery bits. Um, if you are in a location such as Iowa that says no gatherings outside of immediate family, maybe don't meet people out and about uh please follow your local laws and uh, policies in relation to uh covid19 um pre spread and prevention um what do you guys think what are some good alternatives to the switch in terms of gaming um some you know like i said before the Animal Horizon, uh, I'm sorry, Animal Crossing New Horizons has just apparently been a, a unit seller. Um, do you guys have any games that are kind of along those lines that you would suggest people check out? Um, or any of the other really popular, you know, Pokemon Sword and Shield is obviously a big one, Mario Kart, uh, some of those other games that are exclusive to Switch. If people are really wanting games like that, what are some suggestions for them to check out? Green. If you have an Android cell phone, download John Boy Lite or other emulators and play the only Pokemon that matter. And that's the 151. Red, blue, yellow. You are really go. trying my patience. You're welcome. Here You're we go. Welcome. <laughs> um, you are welcome. Rev, how about you? What are some suggestions? Uh, su suggestions. I mean, if you're if you're looking for, we're talking about stuff outside the Switch, but has Switch like a uh, Switch game like qualities. Yeah. Um, Tim Tim is still a thing. It kind of isn't being talked about much, but it's still a thing. Um, you could play. Uh, oh, what's it called? Uh, you know, you, you, like for your games, kind of like Animal uh, Animal Crossing. You, you could play just for the time being. Um, oh, what's uh, what's Stardew uh, Stardew Valley, or something along those lines. Um, that's about really all I could think of. That's kind of like got this, those same kind of qualities. Like if you're a Smash Brothers fan, uh, and you were thinking about getting a Switch so you can get the new Smash Bros. Play some Brawlhalla to get you through this. It'll give you your fix. You know, it, it's enough to get you through these times until they start selling Switches at normal prices again. Those like games like that would be my suggestion. And, I mean, and the thing with Brawlhalla is it's on anything and it's free. Mm -hmm. But uh, uh, Mario Kart. I don't really know anything that's kind of like in, in that realm, but you could always just get Minecraft. Minecraft, Minecraft secure all. It, it, it kind of is. Um, I poke. 
what do you do you have any suggestions for any of like the big nintendo unit sellers that uh some kind of alternatives that might be on on other consoles for people to check out uh well i don't really play too much of nintendo type stuff but uh maybe maybe you could go get a a 3ds i've never had one of those so i think that'd be kind of cool go the last time i looked they were fully stocked (laughs) yeah and well and you can get 3ds's and in the uh, 2ds for really really cheap now because support for them has um they, they've ended support and development for them, but there are still plenty of games out there for those systems that are absolutely great. Um, I do suggest, and I'm actually kind of looking right now because I have um, these two games uh, on iOS. I'm trying to figure out a way that I can stream them uh, from my phone. Otherwise, I might just have to find an emulator of it. Uh, but on your phone, if you're looking for like an R- a JRPG, uh, some JRPG action. Um, the Final Fantasy three remake and the Final Fantasy four remake are both on iOS um, for like fifteen bucks. I've had them for years. I beat both of those games on uh, Nintendo DS, um, but they're on Android. Those two they ported those uh, to Android uh, and iOS a long time ago. Definitely worth checking out. Um, anything else on, on this Nintendo Switch shortage that we wanted to talk about? Any any other tips or suggestions that we wanted to give for folks? Um, one last thing. Uh, there's actually a full-on instruction guide on Reddit. Um, you can get... They, they'll tell you exactly where to find all of the parts and how to put them together, and you could just build your own. Um, if you just, like, go to Reddit and search Nintendo Switch, it's one of the most, like, um active posts about Nintendo Switches in you know the recent weeks. It's actually really impressive. Oh sick. Sick sick sick. You know, um, I heard Radio Shack has a bunch of uh, Nintendo Switches in. <laughs> what? Get out of here. Shut Go up. home. <laughs> I, I, I am home. <laughs> um I actually have I talked about this on the podcast before? The the short time that I worked for Radio Shack. No, but I don't think I, you have. I want to hear this so I can tell you about the short time I worked at Radio Shack. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I, I know I've talked about this before. Uh, I had just come home from a summer job in uh, Tennessee. I I just got back uh, to Iowa, getting ready to go back to classes and stuff like that. And so I was looking for some uh, for a new job because I wasn't happy with the job that I had prior to going to Tennessee. So I applied for Radio Shack. I did their uh, filled out their application, did their little IQ quiz, and I got a call back, and they're like, uh, hey, we liked your application. Do you mind doing a call with our uh, district manager? I'm like, okay, cool. Talk to the district manager, and he's like, okay. Um, how about we have you, uh, you know, I'll call you here in a day or two, and we'll, we'll get uh, things sorted out for the paperwork. Um, they, they call me for the paper, they call me to do the paperwork, uh, you know, background check and whatever else. And they said, Hey, uh, can you come in, you know, at such and such day at such and such time, uh, with all your information. And I said, yeah, okay, cool. And I hung up immediately after I hung up, I was sitting in the living room, eating dinner, watching the news and on the NBC nightly news they are like, many of us are familiar with radio shack, but this retail giant might be dying. <laughs> 
<laughs> the company is suspect is uh it's speculated the company will be going filing for chapter 11 bankruptcy in the next coming weeks <laughs> <laughs> and then the next day the headline for the new york times business section <laughs> was the exact same thing um i go and sign off on my paperwork or whatever else like the following day and like start in like five days after that and the day that i was supposed to start the manager that hired me apparently took a call in the back came back out handed his keys to the other person that was working and said tell the district manager i quit <laughs> Nice. It it all just started crumbling down from there. Uh, how about your experience? I want to hear about yours. So mine was uh mine was a little bit before the uh, the closing, but I um I was seventeen. I know I was eighteen. I was eighteen, and I I got hired on. And at the time, they had a really horrible um training setup. Uh, they gave you this huge thick paper booklet with a bunch of questions and stuff like that on it. But the dumb part was while you're while you're going through this paper, you have to do some stuff on the computer. Now, apparently, I went through all this crap and never did any of the tests on the computer because I thought I was supposed to do them on the paper. So I spent an entire day wasted on that. And the guy asked me if I was stupid. So I walked out, and went to work at McDonald's instead. Because McDonald's <laughs> like right across the street. So I worked I worked at Radio Shack for a whole day doing training, didn't complete a single bit of it and quit yeah the training was, was like, really, oh the training was shit when they when they finally closed down the store that i worked at uh apparently um no one bothered to check the mail uh the mailbox for the building and they had an 80 dollar check for me that they never gave me um that they that they finally sent um through the the state department of labor because it was like uh it was undelivered monies and they were <laughs> like yeah. I them. well they they got me the money so i'm like okay cool it was 80 dollars for my training yeah um this, that, that was me yeah i got one check for my training that's yeah. that's all it was well i got i got a couple i i worked there for like two months but anyways um we are very off base here oh go ahead go ahead <laughs> one thing though there is technically a radio shack where uh, in my hometown it is a office town and it's a radio shack retailer or authorized retailer which is <laughs> ironic i don't think i just don't think they took the sign off the the wall i yeah. I, I think they're just like ah, oh, fuck it i'll just it. leave it up there yeah so technically there is some patina of radio shack in my hometown yeah um so our next story here we talked about uh last week the esrb new rating label um now it's kind of uh some new developments in terms of just categorizing and tracking some stuff from the consumer side uh the popular pc gaming website pc gaming wiki is adding a new section to track microtransactions um so a quick statement from the founder of the website, Andrew Sai, I believe that's how you pronounce his name, uh, T-S-A-I, Sai, I believe, uh, said this, quote, many PC gamers don't have a clue what they're getting into before they install the latest free-to-play game. These games could contain, manipula could contain manipulative loot boxes, hopelessly unfair grinds, or game-imbalancing pay-to-win unlocks. 
I see someone messing with my notes right now and it will not mess with me. Uh, so kind of on, on the face there, that quote, what do you guys think? How are you guys feeling about this? It's fair. Like half the time when you download a free to play game, you don't know for sure. If, you know, there's going to be like a boatload of loot boxes or cosmetics that you had to pay for. I mean, it's a given because it's, a free-to-play game but you don't know how much right right i'm kind of in the same boat as green on that one honestly um i will say like since we're just on the topic of microtransactions i was really impressed when i saw the uh the gears of war tactics game coming out and how they're like proudly showing that they are not going to have microtransactions of any kind in it um don't know why they just decided to flex that muscle, but it was just kind of cool to see, like after we had been talking about it so much that a game is coming out and is just outright saying in their advertising, like in the commercial, they're like, no microtransactions of any kind. I'm like, well, I kind of want to check it out now, honestly. I mean, just because how much we we talked about how much we hate microtransactions, that's that in and of itself has got me going. Yeah, it, it's sad that that's a selling point by itself. Um, I poke, what do you think? How do you feel about that uh, statement? Um, yeah, I, I it's I I could see that because um, games like uh, this is just a random example of me seeing it a lot. Is uh, my son likes to play Roblox a lot, and you know you can buy in-game currency on that. So you 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 know spend five bucks and get them whatever they're called Robux. I don't know if you guys ever played Roblox or not, but and. Uh, <laughs> one second later you'll have none left and you're like what did you do with it and like you can you know you could buy like cosmetics and and things like that but there's a lot of games where all you got to do is walk in a certain area and it pops up and all he has to do is hit the wrong button and it buys like nothing practically and it just wastes money so that, that's kind of what it, it reminds me of it's it's like us, us as adults we kind of can you know notice when that's happening but especially when they're doing it for like kids it's kind of kind of weird but yeah i don't know yeah to me roblox is like the most predatory microtransaction filled game i've ever <laughs> seen because it's targeted is. for kids and is just i mean absolutely filled yeah. Hold on. Yeah. With microtransaction are, stuff are you are you trying to say roblox should be on a list yeah yeah 100 should be on a, it should be blacklisted <laughs> all right just just, just check yeah so i <sighs> I do have a little bit of an issue with the quote here and it's not it's not with the idea it's not i i i'm going to state this right now i 100 percent love this a wiki page where users just go on ahead and update things and whatever else um and and categorize and and track and document all the loot boxes and microtransactions and games i fucking love that my issue is, uh, he says, many PC gamers don't have a clue what they're getting into. Uh, I think gamers, a lot of gamers of a certain age do. I think what this needs to be pointed at is parents of young kids who need to be educated and informed of what these terms are. Like we, we talked about this last week, right? Where yeah. parents don't know you know that what did the esr uh what did the esa say one third of parents understood what, what loot boxes were yeah um yeah this needs to be something 
aimed at parents of kids who have kids who want to play Roblox or have kids who want to play Fortnite, whatever else. Um, I don't think this needs to be aimed. Obviously, gamers, gamers should be looking at this anyways. But I don't think the I don't think your quote unquote gamers are the ones who are uninformed. Um, no. They have the Steam forums. They have content creators like Jim Sterling, Big Fry, podcasts like ourselves in Budget Arcade, our friends over there at Budget Arcade, who talk about this all the time. Um, I don't think gamers. So that's my only thing. It's a bit of a nitpick, but I think it's still important enough to mention. You know, really focus this on 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 parents. Focus this on parents who need to be educated and informed um about how these microtransactions work and how predatory predator uh predatory they are um and stuff i i just don't like the idea that gamers are uninformed uh in his statement there that's just i got it a nitpick yeah you don't you don't like the quote because it's fighting words <laughs> it is dude i'm over here getting ready i'm like oh you said andrew sai is the one that did this <laughs> you you want to go you want to go fight andrew sai Go fuck yourself, San Diego. You know, like uh, just because we don't use them big fancy college terms and them big learning words, and doesn't mean we don't know what we're getting into. Shut your mouth. <laughs> insult us. Um, some of the other things. So, uh, some of the specifics. Um, they seek. They're seeking to track gambling on loot boxes, cosmetics, unlocks, boosts, in-game currency, infinite cap transactions, and pay-to-skip mechanics. Um, it's also going to track ad-supported uh, games, free-to-play, and subscription games as well. Um, like I said, overall, I absolutely love this idea. 100% go for it. If you guys are interested in working on this yourselves, of course, it's you know it's a wiki, so um, it's it's user generated content, um, and especially in in a time right now where the ESA um, are being intentionally vague. At least in my opinion, they're being intentionally vague with their categorizations and, and ratings and labels. Um, I think this is a very powerful tool for educating people who need to who need educating and informed um, in how these uh, microtransactions work. Uh, what are you guys? What are some other thoughts, questions, opinions, feelings? I think I had. I think I said everything I needed to say about Andrew Sai and uh, this whole thing. But I will say no. I think I think it's a good idea that at least somebody's trying to get some solid information out there for people. Mm -hmm. I poke anything that you wanted to add to that? Um, yeah, no, I agree with you that it should definitely be aimed towards parents because that even happened to me with my son. Like you know, like I didn't think that you know whatever he would just run out and you're like well, what do you run out of and then you find that there's just things where you could pay a certain amount to skip one section and you're like well what you know so yeah just it's good they should um but they should definitely gear it towards uh parents and things like that for sure but yeah um well we mentioned last week you know my mom's not really my mom's not a gamer but she's not she's not tech illiterate um, same with my stepdad. And when I sent her the, I asked her like, Hey, what does this mean to you? Um, I sent her the text, uh, of the new label and she goes, I don't know. Like, it just sounds like they're trying to sneak content in. I'm like, no, that's actually, that's a, that's a purchase, uh, warning that you can make additional purchases in it. She was like, 
what really wow um so yeah i think definitely aim it at parents uh and everything will be hunky-dory in my in my opinion um do you want to go on to our last story of of the night yeah yes all right um i've got some fighting words for this one you had some fighting words for this one okay uh so another geforce now update uh so later this week um uh so we are recording this or we're doing this live uh on april 21st of 2020 uh so this friday april 24th of 2020 they'll be uh geforce now will be losing games from publishers uh, include warner bros interactive xbox game studios um code masters and clay entertainment uh unfortunately uh we'll be losing those on uh geforce now it's not all bad news though they did announce some games and partnerships that will include bungie epic ubisoft and bandai namco uh and then another like kind of little update is um services will start like steam and uh, Uplay will start tagging games that will be available on GeForce Now. So it'll kind of be like where the, you know, Windows and Linux and Microsoft, or uh, Mac OS uh, stuff will be the tags there. Um, it'll be kind of there, I believe. Uh, what are your fighting words on the screen? I'm curious. I, I still do not understand why these uh, de- developers are taking away these games from GeForce Now when GeForce Now is literally a PC rental uh, in program. Like, you don't rent a car and then the tire company be like, hey, we didn't allow you to have these tires on this rental car. That's not fair. We want money. So you better take those tires off. Like, it just pisses me off. You're renting equipment, essentially. And you've already, the people have already paid for this. They've already paid for their license to play that game. Mm-hmm. You know, either Steam, Epic, whatever. Stop pulling your shit. Stop. Stop being a dick. Because, yeah, I mean, dude, when you think about it, in the end, it, it's a huge selling tool for people. Because, like, we had discussed when we first brought up the GeForce Now thing is that, you know, it, it's mostly geared towards, like, you know, teenagers that have their first job that can, you know, they can't afford to go out and buy a or build a PC rig, but they can afford the however many dollars a month, um, which there's the free one. But even on, yeah. you know, on top of that, if you want to go more, you know, you can pay the five dollars a month, five dollars. You know, they they can afford that to play on their crappy laptop. And you know, I I can confirm it work. It runs really well on a crappy laptop. I played Dauntless at max settings on it. Dauntless isn't necessarily the best, you know example of a high usage game but for me to be able to play it flawlessly on that laptop that says something and so for somebody like you know that just has that laptop that can't run these high performance games they're more likely to buy them if they know that they can play them on that laptop it's a selling point i mean just because you're not getting i mean you're not getting a big enough piece of the five dollar a month pie from the uh premium members you're going to pull your game support. Like, I think you're costing yourself more money than you would be by just going with what you had available through their service already. I just find it weird. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm with green on this. It's, it's just a weird concept that they're pulling their, their games from this. Yeah. It, it's one of those things to me. It's, you know, you can play so many of your, I mean, on steam, 
right? Like on Steam, you can access. I have a uh, a Mac um, laptop that I use for various different things. Um, it's kind of also my my to go. Um, it's my to go device, and I can still like install all my games that I've already bought in my Steam library here. So to not be able to access them remotely is ridiculous. Uh, iPoke, what do you what do you think? Well, I don't have any um, comments on that specifically, but uh, I don't know. Gaming in general, that uh, it's gotten crazy. That's all I got to say. <laughs> it's gotten crazy, and they 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 they. It's it's crazy how much they seem to not care about uh, their consumers at all for some reason. I can agree with that. I mean, it seems like it seems like every time we turn around, there's something happening where some company is pulling some weird move to try to undercut somebody else for some ridiculous reason. Like it, it's becoming a more like more recurring thing, or maybe it's just that we're seeing it more now in today's age of transparency. I don't know. But even even then, we're still not getting explanations on why they're pulling their support for GeForce now. Like we're getting that they're pulling them, but we're not nobody's telling us why. Yeah, like, what's the purpose of that? Yeah. Well, I blame it, EA. I blame EA for everything. It's <laughs> EA. It's EA and John Jones's fault. So the a lot of it, I mean, is Xbox Game Studios. That makes sense. Um, now, whether or not they should have a say if they sold a game key or a game license through Steam, whether or not they have a say on if you can access that key on. Uh, any device, I, I I don't think they do. I think if you own that key and you can access that game uh, through Steam, through a legal matter, you should always have access to it. But the reason being that they are, of course, working on their own uh, cloud gaming thing. Um, I Going back to one of the last times we talked about it, and I don't remember the devs um, who said this, who were talking about, well, we, own, we have the right to distribute our game however we see fit um and to me and we said this before it was it's such a bullshit answer it's such a bullshit excuse because it's not it's not being redistributed it's being accessed through a different machine and i'd actually i mean i would question um would that dev want me to have to buy uh of course they'd want me to have to buy but do i need to buy um, if the game is available on Mac, do I have to buy it on both PC and, and Mac to be able to play it on, on my laptop? Uh, unlike every other game on Steam that has Mac support and PC support. However few there are, <laughs> because gaming on a Mac is shit. Um, but still, it's it's the same thing to me. It, it, being able to access a, a Steam game on GeForce Now is the same as being able to access it on a Mac and a PC. It's just Danny, you you pay for elegance, not performance. <laughs> <laughs> you you it's kinda like uh joining the uh Church of Scientology as opposed to being like in Heaven's Gate. <laughs> now, so now hearing your hearing your explanation like you know them them saying that you know well, it's our game, so we can put it on. That's literally the same argument that a kid would use of, well, why do you get to be first player? Because it's my house. 
you know, back in the day of the, the Super Mario Brothers. Like, why do you get to be player one? Well, because it's my house. Yeah, it's like, it's like literally that like asinine of an argument. Yeah, it's a real asinine argument, but you I just know, an excuse to use the word asinine. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though, uh, we can we can go on that for forever and ever. But you know, some good news. Like I said, they have some official partnerships now. Uh, they are coming closer and closer to an official um, commercial release, which is good. Good on Bungie, Epic, Ubisoft, and Bandai Namco for for forging some some real partnerships. I'd be I'm interested to see. It, what those partnerships are going to be other than just free reign to access games on geforce now um i like the fact that they're adding tags to uh, marketplaces that's that's great it's a good selling point for games that do want to be known for being on geforce now um whoever that dev is who pulled their game earlier the indie dev you know they can go fuck themselves if I find a GeForce oh, Now tag oh, yeah. on there, uh, <laughs> is it like Blackheart or something like that? I don't even know. I can't remember. No one played it. Boycott or Black Black Christmas? <laughs> no, no. Like I say, wasn't that like Black Christmas? Wasn't that like six shitty movies? <laughs> I, I don't remember. All Tyler Perry like, movies, right? <laughs> and they made like an official statement on like Twitter or something saying that they didn't approve for the game to be on there, and it's like. Yeah. Who the fuck are you? Like, I I recognize the name. I do. I never cared about them until that moment, and I only care enough to say fuck you, um, for your asinine argument. Um, but yeah, no, that's all. I, I mean, I, I I just hit the bottom of my notes. Is there anything else that we want to talk about? No, no. Uh, fuck Andrew Sai and whoever that. <laughs> don't actually was. no he's gonna someone's gonna clip that and send it to him no i just had a problem with one phrase of your statement my opinions Otherwise... are my opinions are my own come come after me bro you leave that beautiful That's... gorgeous man alone you leave all of them wait that way leave all of them alone you come for me yeah um i just had like i said just had an issue with that one story just like gamers are 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 the least of the worries it's parents of gamers that need to be that need to be informed um okay so if that's all we have to uh talk about the show we can start wrapping things up um i poke so um for anyone who might have uh, joined halfway through or missed any part of the show uh explain to the kind folks um where uh, who you are where people can find you and what's coming up on your channel all right, so my name is iPoke42. I am a uh, casual gaming streamer turned YouTuber, and I play mostly Valve-related games in a very casual, not skilled at all type of way. <laughs> and if you want to see my latest stuff, it'll be on youtube.com forward slash C forward slash ipoke42 and uh i've been uh i've been doing a lot of team fortress type videos and uh so i'll be definitely be doing more of that because i've been having fun with it and i'm also going to be exploring a lot of interesting goofy mods in the future that's my that's my plan is where i'm going with that so excellent and uh the other social media uh places that people can follow you Oh, okay. Yeah. So Twitter, I poke 42 on Twitter. I'm pretty active on there. Um, and also Instagram, 
I poke Freddy too. Yes. The two most ones I'm active on. Excellent, excellent. Uh, Green Elite, what's coming up on your channel? Okay, so tomorrow we're going to be playing some World of Warships for the first time ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, Saturday, I'm going to die. <gasps> Is that Saturday? It's Saturday. Oh, it's yes. I am playing the Locked Up demo. I'm yes. going to die of a heart attack or an aneurysm because I don't do jump scares. <laughs> so excited. Yeah, so it's, it's going to be a good time. Yeah, you can catch me on my Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Twitch, all the Mr. Green Elite except for Instagram, which is TTV Mr. Green Elite, and we're not going to discuss why. So, where are we having your uh, where are we having your service for after you have heart attack? Because I'm ready for uh, this. Sacred Heart. All right, <laughs> I'll be there. Which. Uh, Rev, this is going to be stimulus money well spent. Oh, 100%. So yeah, 100%. For those who don't know, um, both Rev and I told Green Elite we would both pay him $40 just to play the demo for Locked Up. How long <laughs> is that stream. demo? Uh, I think I did it in maybe 45 minutes. I, I don't think Dude, it's much longer than that. Suck it up. You've got this, Green. <laughs> yeah. This is all going towards the Go XLR mixer. That's literally all, <laughs> all i'm doing it for it's super ironic that your microphone crackled when you said go xlr yeah go <laughs> xlr baby i'm running on a shitty like 60 dollar uh uh what's it behringer mixer that's only like two channels and a usb interface with it like built in and it's not very good so it's time to upgrade yeah uh padre what's coming up on your channel Man, I am after this podcast. I am taking a week off, and I will not be back on Twitch until next week when we do this podcast. So for me, nothing. But you can catch my antics on uh, Twitter, Instagram, whatnot at Revsfin TV. We're going to be doing like movie nights and stuff uh, in in my Discord. So we'll uh, we come to find out there's a great movie called The Velocipaster. Um, and then found out there's a whole slew of these amazing cinematic masterpieces known as B-rated movies. Um, so we're gonna probably going to watch a bunch of those. Um, but on my actual Twitch channel, I'm taking the week off, man. Excellent, excellent. Have you seen Rubber? Yes. Oh, Rubber's a classic. I hate that movie. <laughs> Get out. I hate it so much. <laughs> Go home. Go home. I, when it comes to, like, B-horror, I... I haven't watched that many of them, but I absolutely love the covers. The covers of those films are always the oh, fucking the best. best. Back in the day, though, let's go ahead and address this. Back in the day at Blockbuster, you knew how shitty a horror movie was going to be because the cover made it look like it was going to be the scariest thing you'd ever seen. But you're like, man, this looks like it's going to be terrifying, but I've never heard of it. And then you go and watch it, and you're like, this is why I haven't heard of it. This is a dumpster fire. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot but of nowadays, times go ahead go ahead oh i was just gonna say it but nowadays it's just the b movies are so fantastic um number one b rated horror movie of all time is thanksgiving um it's uh it's a thanksgiving movie it's a lovely holiday film um about a demonic possessed turkey that has been in existence since the first thanksgiving uh i will i, I won't spoil the uh the complex storyline but I will say that it has the words gobble gobble mother in it once. And that's just, that's all you need to know. 
Nice, nice tits, bitch. <laughs> oh my god, you know, you know it. Have you yeah. seen it? Oh yeah. Yes. Um, oh, right my... at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> my my uh, one of my best friends. We we watched it one night. Um, and this was uh, when we were younger and even more irresponsible than we were now. Um, he drank an entire bottle of Fireball because he hated it so much. <laughs> He's just like, I'm going to, I'm going to take a drink of any time something bad happens in this movie. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. I, here's how. Here's how amazing this movie was. There is a Thanksgiving three. Oh my God! Is it really? There is not a Thanksgiving two. <laughs> the premise of Thanksgiving three is this: this two people trying to outsmart the turkey and destroy all the copies of Thanksgiving two, as mm. if it were ET for Atari. It's the most immaculate thing. It's such a complex and amazing storyline, and the fact that it was snubbed for the Oscars is nothing short of a travesty. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um. I got a B movie for you. Uh, Zombievers. Yes. That's oh, I never one. got to watch it. I saw it on Netflix and never got to watch it. I'm adding it to my list. It's got Bill um, Burr in it for some reason. Well, I have um, up on my list is Killer Pinata and uh, Jesus Christ Vampire Slayer. Mm-hmm. Or sorry, Jesus Christ Vampire Killer. That one is uh, that one's next on my list. Yeah. So we have thoroughly gotten off track from uh, plugging ourselves here. Um, oh, don't trust me. I've been plugging myself the whole time, buddy. <laughs> uh, tomorrow night, I'm playing World of Warships um, with Green Elite. We're trying it out together. Um, I know at some point I'll probably be doing a uh, Fallout New Vegas uh, stream or series. Um, otherwise... Uh, I'll probably just be my default will probably be Apex or Minecraft uh, kind of between the two of them right now um, so guys I think that's all for this week so we're going to wrap it all up here uh, we sincerely appreciate all of you for uh, taking the time to watch and listen to the show uh, you guys are really the reason that we do the show and we hope that each week we do bring you guys what you ask for we hope that we bring you some joy we bring you some information that you just uh, that you do need um if you guys missed any part of the show or want to catch us uh, uh catch up on some older episodes you can always find us on youtube spotify apple Podcasts, google podcasts and everywhere podcasts are found um Boom. if you guys want to help support the show the best way to do so is by giving us a like subscribing and ringing the bell on youtube uh also dropping us a rating and review on the podcast platform of your choice and the absolute best way number one way to help us uh and help support the show is by telling your friends about us um he uh i poke has got a oh he's eating his sign he's eating his sign got it um we appreciate all of you have a wonderful rest of your week stay safe stay healthy and we will talk to you guys again next week Goodbye. Bye. We appreciate you listening to the show. If you like what you heard, please tell a friend about what we do.